वेलकम एवरी वन टू टेकटॉक्स विद श्लोक दिस इज नॉट अ रेगुलर पॉडकास्ट दिस इज अ पॉडकास्ट वेर यू विल बी एबल टू इंटरेक्ट विद एंड नो मोर अबाउट योर फेवरेट टेक क्रिएटर्स एंड सम टेक एंथूजियस एंड यू विल गेट टू नो देर थाट्स ऑन सम स्पेसिफिक टॉपिक्स एंड यू विल गेट टू नो अ लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स अबाउट दैम दैट यू मे नॉट नो फ्रॉम अदर प्लेसेस सो सिट बैक एंजॉय एंड लिसन टू टेकटॉक्स विद श्लोक Which floke everyone today was joined by Kostub Devnath or KD Cloudy as most of you may be knowing him. So KD, could you give a brief introduction about yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Kostub Devnath, also KD Cloudy. I run a technology channel with five uh, thousand subscribers, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. I'm just a normal engineering student. I love watching movies, and also obviously I love tech. So yeah. First of all congrats on 5000 subscribers man uh, thank Great. you so thank you so much thank you so much yeah so can we expect some special 5000 subscriber video coming soon i was thinking about it but then i mean i never really do 5000 i mean sorry uh, milestone videos or anything the last time i did was for 1000 subscribers and i thought it would be uh, it would make sense to make the next thank you or milestone video at Ten thousand or something, since five. Yeah. I might do a Q and A or something. I was considering it, but I have a a bunch of other stuff planned. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So let's start with the interview. And uh, my first question is that how did your journey in tech start? Okay, my journey in tech. That's very very deep. Okay, so if I if I recollect, I started playing with computers when I was like seven or eight. I got my first computer, the family computer desktop, in two thousand eight ish. So that was an HP desktop with Windows Vista running, Core two Duo, two gigs of RAM. So that was the all that good stuff. And uh, later on, you know, I started tinkering with tech. You know, since Windows Vista was so bad, <laughs> uh, yeah. and Windows seven uh, came out soon, so I started all these experimentations, applying transformation packs. you know then uh, downloading software all that then in 2012 when uh, windows 8 came out i bought a physical copy i still have it i guess and installed it on my pc then after that i discovered mkbhd and this whole youtube scene i bought my first smartphone in 2012 that was a windows phone then got an xs5 so everything kind of happened very you know simultaneously and everything and my interest in tech reflected on my purchases and vice versa and everything and later on i thought that maybe i should put all all of this uh, stuff i have into good use and since i don't like playing games and i thought i thought it would be a good idea to start a youtube channel you know and uh, professionalize my interest professionalize my hobbies and put everything into good use basically so yeah that's that's yeah. a very condensed version of my journey as per se nice journey and uh, you mentioned that your first smartphone was a windows smartphone right yeah how was the experience because i also started with windows and Ooh. frankly i really didn't like it yeah i mean it was bad but because i was really sucked into the windows ecosystem i did not like android back then back it was like during 2011 2012 i guess jellybean wasn't even out properly so the best yeah. 
affordable Android smartphone was the Galaxy A's running gingerbread. So, and I, I really like the look of, uh, you know, the uh, Nokia Lumia devices, uh, the software look, basically the UI. That's what appealed to me the most. And I liked yeah, being yeah. in this uh, Microsoft ecosystem before the whole ecosystem thing even existed. So I thought, yeah. okay, and um, even more even more than that, I, uh, my my entire family used Nokia smartphones and I thought it would be, it's it was perfect. Like, I like Nokia. I used to love their Symbian phones. And I also love mm-hmm. Windows and Microsoft, so it was like the perfect combo. But yeah. you know, it wasn't it wasn't the best smartphone experience. I realized later on. I mean, two two hundred fifty six megabytes of RAM in twenty twelve. Yeah. I couldn't even install Skype or play anything which was not Angry Birds, uh, and and you couldn't even take screenshots until Windows Phone uh, eight, which came out in twenty fourteen. So that was yeah, pretty yeah, infuriating. Yeah. So yeah. So just a small uh, question from my side. Yeah, I also used it and I had something from like which, uh, uh, which, rebranded. Which, uh, which uh, smartphone did yeah? you use? Lumia. I had a Zolo. Zolo, yeah. Zolo, yeah, ma- yeah, Zolo made a Windows An American it, company rebranded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had Intel yeah, inside yeah. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, the UI was really intuitive according to yeah, me because I yeah, used exactly. uh, Windows. But the thing mm-hmm. was... You do for app support because app support was the worst yeah app, app support was really lacking and you know i'm a sucker for great ui and that's probably what you know pushed pulled me into this and i honestly that was basically my first smartphone so i did not know about apps and the ecosystem and everything uh, i though I, I wasn't even old enough to use facebook so I mean, <laughs> it didn't really bother me that much, but down the line when, you know, all of the class classmates are using Instagram and Snapchat, this new things which are coming out and your phone lacks support for it, you know, mm-hmm. you, you start to feel that, you know, that deficiency of that ecosystem and all that. Because it was really, it, it was really uh, rare to see that available on Windows Store on like various apps you get you have that available on app store badge you have the available on google play store badge you'd never had that available on windows badge and yeah i mean there were a myriad of reasons why a windows phone did not took, uh, did not take off and we could talk about it for an hour but yeah so i mean yeah that was how it is microsoft could have done better but uh, it was also feature it. I found that the settings and everything means it did let you customize a lot of things. Just the if the app support would have been better, I would have stuck to Windows. Same, same, same. I mean, the experience was very different. I mean, so different. But I think that if if it had because these so like I don't think uh, except for Android and iOS, there is a third place of any other OS. And if Microsoft had started earlier, maybe like just in time with iPhone or, you know, maybe if they could have uh, made, made it less uh, restrictive for OEMs to use it and maybe it would have t- taken off because Android, you know, it it's always been open source. You know, you don't have to pay anything to use it as a, as a manufacturer. And Microsoft had so many, you know, guidelines and restrictions that mm-hmm. you had to add. You had to use the UI. There was a lot of things with Yeah, and like you had to have uh, on-screen uh, buttons you had to have button yeah. placement, all that. like there were so many restrictions, and you had to pay a licensing fee to Microsoft. So I mean, why would any, there was no incentive for any manufacturer to make a Windows Phone device? And there is a, this paradox thing: 
manufacturers won't make your device because there are no apps in it and developers won't build apps for it because there are no enough phones so yeah everything was pretty much interrelated but that being said the ui is something which i still miss a lot and if microsoft yeah. decides to make a, make an android skin i don't know it would be really you know I, i would be interested to check that out so microsoft launcher isn't that bad but i didn't find it as good as nova i i personally don't use any third party launchers i'm a very you know simple <laughs> kind of guy i just use whatever yeah. the, the stock launcher I, i i used to use nova way back when but i never really liked them i like to have consistency across my icons and stuff and i think yeah. the first party launchers are the best itself so mm-hmm. yeah so uh, you uh, had your first smartphone to be a nokia windows phone so what hmm. did you transition to did you transition to the nexus 5 yeah the my nexus 5 was my first android smartphone one of my and best purchases sorry yeah how was your experience yeah the experience was amazing i mean it still works it was kind of the uh, it was kind of a rev- revolution in terms of smartphones that day like the flagship uh, chip from snapdragon and you know a 1080p display it was like the third 1080p display on the market and wireless charging and you know two gigs of ram all that and the latest version of android stock it was it was perfect and one plus, the one plus one kind of followed up and the first couple of years using that device i mean it was great it was everything i wanted in the smartphone the speakers were something i did not like it's a very minor thing but yeah yeah but even today the battery has hasn't it's not it's not an issue i mean it hasn't degraded that much i still can use it uh, but i won't and it also has wireless charging so i got a new wireless charger and my OnePlus 8 Pro supports reverse wireless charging so using wireless charging finally in the nexus 5 was a very good experience plus i learned how to i how to flash roms because rom support was the best in the nexus 5 so yeah. i mean it was a landmark device in my career you could say all my tech journey as you said it and you know i, I was i'm really happy i bought the nexus 5 yeah you you just mentioned the oneplus 8 pro and i have that question related to it a little on the podcast because i just don't want to get into that because that will be oh, sure, sure, sure. me being a fanboy because i <laughs> am a plus so uh, yeah. my next question was that uh, i'm not sure about this but i know that you covered the og pixel right yeah. the pixel 1 so yeah. did you transition from the nexus 5 to the pixel yeah it, it's a complicated story and it's a pretty embarrassing story i wouldn't lie uh so If you want to hear it, here's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, can, so, or yeah, okay, sure. Okay, so like in 2017, it would it would have been my three years with the Nexus Five, and the software support had already been discontinued by Google. So I was kind of looking for a new phone in 2017, and here my dad comes. He said, "I want to buy a new phone for your mom." All right. and uh, he's like I, i want to your nexus is very good let i'm going to buy a nexus i'm like the nexus is dead uh, the best you best option you have is the pixel all right no problem uh, so my idea was that i will get the OnePlus 5 the flagship from 2017 and 
my mom would use the pixel and that's what that, that's how is how how it's, it was going to be but my mom did not like the pixel my mom did not like the pixel and yeah. i really like the pixel because it's a pixel so i mean i used it for, i always kept borrowing it for videos and all that and she was coming from like a galaxy grand and galaxy grand yeah, yeah those had huge screens and the pixel had a uh, felt really small for her it was very slippery and all that and she was like i prefer a mid-. she basically prefers a mid range phones uh, with larger displays and uh, heavy duty builds you know that's yeah, just yeah. what she's used to so she switched to a motorola phone as as far as i remember or a me hmm. to after that and i i kept the pixel and my dad got the oneplus 5 so <laughs> everything went like very you know haphazardly but i probably wouldn't have bought the pixel i actually made a video law back about i mean it was weird but you know after mkbg said this is the best android smartphone period i i kind of felt inclined towards it but after that it yeah. was it all went downhill you know so uh, if i'm not wrong after that uh, from the pixel you switch to the redmi note 7 pro which are still using right that's right so uh, i wanted to ask like you were someone who was using the pixel 1 and if i'm not wrong at the time you bought the note 7 pro the pixel 1 still had software updates or was it discontinued it was supposed to be discontinued but i mean pixel was scheduled for two years of software updates like the nexus 6p so it shipped with nougat it got oreo and pi end of story but uh, google was kind enough they extended the support by one more year and hmm. they gave us android 10 and okay okay i thought that see the main problem was battery life i was facing with the pixel i hmm. don't know what happened is it was it the optimization or the battery just you know died crazily i just like the battery was very pathetic the google pixel i couldn't even uh, go out without a power bank in my pocket and since i was going to you know going moving to a different city for my college i really wanted a solid device with good battery life yeah know? and my and the plan was that i would not spend a full you know 40 50000 on a phone right now i'll use this i'll use a pixel uh, because it has it's scheduled to get android 10 and i'll get a redmi yeah, yeah. note 7 pro because of the battery life so hmm. i i'll i'll use the pixel for the experience and for calls and stuff all the essential phone stuff i have my redmi note 7 pro and the redmi note 7 pro is a newer device i can you know get an experience of uh, how the budget smartphones are plus i wanted a bezel less experience i wouldn't lie the okay. note 7 pro display had you know Uh, a uh, small punch hole to the top and a thin uh, yeah, chin, the, right? uh, yeah, notch, yeah, notch. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, you know, like. it felt it felt like a good uh, combo, but still, the yeah. Pixel. I yeah, used to uh, bring the Pixel back to life once in a few months, and you know, use it. But but because of the battery, I, I tried changing the battery, but I I don't know the it was out, out of stock everywhere, so I basically yeah. gave up. so yeah okay okay so uh, my question related to this was like you went from being a stock android user because you said you use the stock launcher right yeah 
to someone using MIUI. How was that transition? <laughs> See, I am. I never had the intention of actually using MIUI as my daily driver. I did a bunch of research before uh, spending my money on the Redmi Note 7 Pro, and the first bit was that the Pixel Experience ROM is actually supported by me uh, Redmi Note 7 Pro. So I basically used it for like three weeks. Um, MIUI, that is, and uh, tested yeah. the battery and stuff. And it was not for me. It was, I mean, it's okay, but it's like this offensive user experience. But I, I just, I don't, I don't comfortable feel. Uh, I, I just don't feel comfortable using it. And same goes for MIUI 12 also. A couple of months, sorry, weeks back, when I put it on my Redmi Note 7 Pro, I mean, it's tolerable at best. But sometimes when ads pop up and stuff. I just can't. I just can't. As a person who has used Nexus and Pixel devices for like five years straight, it was really hard, honestly. So, but yeah, good thing was that Xiaomi phones do have very good custom ROM support, and since I do and like flashing custom ROMs, I flash it, and that's yeah. basically been my daily driver for like uh, since last. Yeah, it has been one full year. I've been using the Redmi Note Seven Pro. So, yeah. Yeah. So moving on, uh, what I said, I talk about uh, later in the episode. It's not been that later, but still, I want to talk about this because I think I'm going to ramble on for ten minutes for this. So yeah, sure. my question is that I saw a video. It was a very good video which explained the situation very nicely. Those mm-hmm. unaware, you can check it out. It will be in the show notes. But uh, to those uh, who want to know, what happened with your OnePlus Eight Pro, KD? Okay, so. uh i i bought the oneplus 8 pro from amazon on the 15th and already there have been a you know a myriad of reports regarding issues yeah. on the display of the oneplus 8 pro and it's more it's mostly associated with uh, at lower brightnesses you get defects like green tinting and weird uh, burn in marks near the hole punch like this band and uh, some yeah. glitches some glitches during brightness uh, when you change the brightness and all that stuff which is not normal for amoled devices it sometimes shows up on samsung devices i don't know but yeah i my first couple of days were fine with the device i was having the time of my life but after watching a couple of hdr content and movies and the brightness set to the lowest yeah. uh, the chrome tab when, when all the tabs are closed i could see, i could see that uh, that uh, that whole punch banding issue and i really got freaked out because i mean when you you hear and read about all these things on the internet and when you actually experience it yourself it's a different kind of thing although to be fair it's not that major i still could use it and and there have been a little bit of black crush at lowest brightnesses all of that you know it's fine but uh, i mean considering that you're paying 55000 for a smartphone like this I don't want to be, you know, a, a, you know, a perfect laptop display. That's just my opinion, but since it's the Samsung displays, I read somewhere Samsung calibrates them better in their S20, S20 plus. But then yeah. again, the S20 and S20 plus are like 70k. So, mm-hmm. it's up to consumers basically if uh, when they are, if they know they are paying 15k less and maybe they are they are uh, okay to put up put up with uh, all of these minor details and issues and i don't know i i have uh, 
issued a return return for and a refund but amazon hasn't come and picked my device yet so i don't know the future is pretty uncertain might as well have to use it for you know as my daily i don't know yeah so we'll see so i understand you are uh, speaking in a bit of a sad tone but i kind <laughs> of saw a rainbow in the clouds when you said that you may have to use it as your daily because in the video i saw you were like so upset that you have to return the device because yeah. it's a good device right sorry yeah it's a really good device right yeah it's a really good device i mean coming from a redmi note 7 pro like this is my first amoled device since the uh, pixel this is my first quad hd device ever and you know having ha- having to experience uh, that um, that flagship snapdragon processor that performance that high amount of ram and a great camera i mean it's a game changer honestly it, it feels like it's it's a massive upgrade how how else can i say it but the thing is that i mean this was supposed to be the chosen one you know like all of these <laughs> other android yeah. flagships have one of the other deal breaker uh, stuff the mi 10 has mi ui the galaxy s20 has uh, one ui and exynos and uh, the realme x50 pro has color os the find x2 pro has color os all of these are very deal breakers for me and the oppo sorry the oneplus 8 pro was basically perfect it has oxygen os it has wireless charging it has 120 hertz and quad hd everything is just so perfect and it's like the small detail uh, it's just uh, it's so frustrating <laughs> yeah uh, it's actually really sad because when uh, i also sat down for the launch event that happened in the us if i'm not wrong wherever yeah. it happened i don't remember <laughs> but i sat down for like 2 hours and after the event ended i was so hyped that i made a video explaining what happened and i, I really lose it with one plus i really loved it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you recently uh, told the audience in the latest camera review if I'm not wrong that you have shot a few videos uh, related to the 8 Pro right. Yeah, I have shot a bunch of uh, B-roll uh yeah. with the 8 Pro, you know some ideas I had in mind. And uh, this the pickup for this uh, device is supposed to happen happen on Monday. So I still have yeah. one more day. I basically have all the footage I need. I just need the talking head shots, which I can shoot afterwards, no problem. And I have all my opinions in my head, so I can script any time I want. So, yeah, I, it would be kind of confusing for people, and it would be a really embarrassing explanation if somehow the pickup and the return, you know, doesn't happen. If Amazon cancels or I cancel or something, that would be really, you know, embarrassing because that. Uh, that video i made on returning the one plus 8 for that has gotten like 15000 views and yeah. that's a lot that's a lot for, uh, for for me for to have in a week in a week's time so yeah, i have yeah. gotten gotten most of the new subscribers through that video itself so it would be really you know tarnishing uh, for my <laughs> reputation and image whatever it is so i mean i yeah. have to deal with that later on but we'll see so uh, don't mind this but you just said that uh, if uh, either amazon cancels the order or you cancel the order is there like a ethical conundrum going on in your mind that should i return it or not i mean see the thing is that this is a good phone i don't have any problem using it but because of the fact that i publicly said 
that I'm returning it and I don't return it. People are not going to look into the details. It's just that I ha I made a video bashing OnePlus and I'm still keeping it. So I mean, people people like to see what's happening outside. People like to judge by the headlines. And I would I, I'm ready to issue an apology video or something to clarify it. But you know, the, I I just I I just try to keep uh, stay away from the drama honestly, because yeah. you know. I could actually go on a rant on Twitter about Amazon is not become picking up my device, but that's just a little unprofessional on my part. And I don't think yeah. that, yeah. So I, I'm just going to wait till Monday. If they don't pick it up, I'm going to, you know, take some further action. My might just tweet once and uh, post out a, post out those videos later on and make some non OnePlus videos to keep to postpone this for a while but yeah, yeah. I think, like i said everything should probably work out hopefully it works out yeah yeah so the next question is that i asked you about this on twitter and i think you answered it on the latest episode of the not a podcast as well but uh, to the listeners who are unaware what are you planning to buy kd if uh, the oneplus 8 pro is returned um i was Firstly, I was considering the OnePlus 8, OnePlus Nord, but yeah. um, I don't know. It would be like a step down, honestly. So, I mean, most of my friends and family, they have been pushing me towards the iPhone. And since WWDC, I mean, every WWDC, I mean, I really get hyped up, hyped up about Apple. And the thing is that I already own a Mac and an iPad. So I'm pretty deep into the ecosystem and the iPhone is the last missing piece. So mm -hmm. I was, and I'm still considering the iPhone. And you know what, if the, if, if I don't get to return the OnePlus 8 Pro, I would be more sad about not getting the, getting the opportunity to buy an iPhone rather than get keeping, uh, to use a defective device. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I have internally or mentally, I have become an Apple phone fanboy or something. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty excited for the next iPhone and the next iPhone, the iPhone 12 is supposed to fix a lot of the issues and the deal breakers I had. And the number one deal breaker with the iPhone 11 and 10 R was the LCD display and that non 1080p display. So that's apparently going to be fixed. And after that, Basically, I don't have any complaints with the iPhone. Those were the only two things which were keeping me from buying an iPhone, honestly. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's just see. Okay. So, uh, I was going to talk about the Nord thing later, but just a small question related to the Nord. First of all, what are your thoughts on this? And second of all, uh, just a scenario. Uh, consider it is like a great device for... Uh, astonishing price or a groundbreaking price would that lead you to purchase it like consider it's like around 20,000 22,000 something like that I mean see I'm not really a huge fan of the, all the marketing tricks one plus pulls and this yeah. this this time they really went overboard I might be the only one but everyone else is hyped I could not give I couldn't care less honestly I don't know why, because I'm pretty salty about the OnePlus 8 Pro already. 
but uh, I, I think the nod should be promising. But I don't. I think one plus should just stop with the foreplay and just show us the device in the flesh. Because I mean, yeah. in I, I I've been on Twitter and uh, this the the talks regarding this device have been making rounds on my timeline every day and every day it's just some blurry photo, it's just some blurry screenshot. There is no official devices of the image out here, and it kind of you know, it's frustrating. I mean, you're funnily. A, uh, a, sorry, yeah. To, yeah. So sorry to cut you out, but uh, funnily, uh, yesterday, if I'm not wrong, the uh, back of the OnePlus Nord has been revealed. Yeah, but it's like it's like through Amazon, nothing not from OnePlus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing from official OnePlus. So yeah. I mean, I would like to you know see high quality images, and I just. I don't know. They're starting pre-orders. I mean, that that is a limit to the hype, you know. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a great device, but you know, like elongating it for so long, and uh, I just it it just kills the excitement for me. Yeah. So moving on, I have this question. As in, who's your favorite creator? Or because we know that, uh, like for me also, if somebody asks me that who's your favorite creator, I won't be able to answer because a lot of people are my favorite. But uh, if you have a favorite creator, then that's great. Or uh, one or two people who are an inspiration to you in the tech space or in general. Wow, that's see the thing is that I have subscribed to about three hundred plus channels, and I watch whatever I like. It's it's not really. Uh, MKBHD is at the top for sure, and yeah. uh, after that it becomes really fuzzy because you know there's just so many channels. I like watching Linus Tech Tips for his informative yeah. content. I like to watch movie-related uh, content from this guy called Patrick H. Williams. I like to watch uh, bunch of other stuff. Uh, there's this new channel I'm watching, Computer Clan. He makes Apple-related, Mac-related videos. It's awesome. Okay. And as far as inspirations go, I feel Steve Jobs is easily my top inspiration, and MKBHD as well because I've been watching MKBHD since 2013. So I've really seen. Oh, would you? He went, yeah, I, I really saw him as a relatable personality. You know, somebody who's gone to high school and college and making videos on his own, and you know. I still kind of miss that personality, but still, it it's really fun to see that process, and I really respect him, and he I find him really inspirational. Yeah. So moving on, uh, since you mentioned the whole college thing, you're currently in college, right? Yep. And my question to you was that if I'm not sure, but I think you live in a dormitory, right? Means with other students. Yeah, a hostel basically. Yeah, hostel. So yeah. uh, my question was uh, that you do keep giving us content, uh, and is it tough to shoot in a hostel where there are a lot of kids and there's shouting and everything? I mean, yes, you could say that, but the thing was that I, in the entirety of 2019, where I was in uh, in, in my college, I I did not post that much, honestly. And see, the thing is that it's manageable at best. If I was, you know, if if I had the discipline to push more content, and if I was really serious about it, but somewhere down the line, I just did not create a sustainable workflow. 
yeah. shooting b-roll is okay uh, i mean mm-hmm. for like and, and the thing was that for the first two months i did not have a tripod or a monopod or anything it was um, it was much later on the line i got a monopod for myself and uh, building that whole setup at my home i have my light stand i have my tripod i have my mic stand everything everything is just so perfect and i have the space so that gear and the tools are missing at uh, at, uh, at my hostel and even though i did you know have alternatives i did purchase a new set of stands and stuff uh my room specifically is pretty small so shooting b-roll was not very sustainable and i had to wait for my roommate to go out for like at a stretch for 2 3 <laughs> hours so that i could shoot and um, usually i like if i like to shoot at night that's not possible because you know you can't disturb others and turn on the lights and all that so yeah. you know you have to compromise a lot but b-roll you know one bright side was that uh, you have a lot of people who have <laughs> yeah. you know, different uh, stuff different phones you can uh, borrow borrow them for making your own videos and, yeah. uh, and the thing was that i'm i'm part of uh, the photography club in my college and uh, there are much much uh, so many people who are much much better than me at handling the camera so i can ask them to shoot b roll or you know while i'm using the product take some b roll for me they they'll be they'll be so proficient at it and also uh, my college campus is pretty beautiful so i can take some outdoor shots which i don't do usually uh so it's basically the a roll part and also there's just there's just too many like when you have friends around it's very it gets distracting so if i in my opinion if i just you know stay a little more disciplined and schedule my videos and all that perfectly and make videos during the weekends i could pull it off but yeah it's it's definitely you know difficult to make videos in a in a hostel then yeah. from the comfort of your home or a studio so to everyone who's listening it's not as easy as it looks there's a lot of things going on behind the camera yeah definitely so the next question is a bit of a weird one but still uh, which is your worst tech product tech purchase of all time um well i most of my purchases are very well thought out and you know researched but yeah. i guess i would say the pixel just because it the battery died after like 2 years um mm. because and other than that i really don't have anything else in my mind uh yeah sorry i got i i i had i purchased the carbon tablet back in 2013 if you remember yeah. that brand so it, I, I, bought, i bought it for like 6000 rupees and that was like that was so bad that was so bad the buttons were coming out and i i don't remember that much because i don't have it documented properly but it, it was it was bad it had random reboots and shutdowns and it had jelly bean and never got kitkat so yeah that was my worst tech purchase funny story is that apple was offering a buyback on ipads back in yeah. the day during the ipad mini and ipad air times mm-hmm. uh, a buyback of up to 6000 rupees and i my dad wanted an ipad for the family uh, 
so we went to the store and uh, we had handed them over that crappy carbon tablet and asked them to quote a discount rate for the buyback and they and they discounted us 5000 rupees that's like the best What? deal ever yeah that Damn. was so nice. yeah that was so nice that's yeah. amazing so yeah my worst so, tech purchase basically translated into my best tech value i guess some sort the deal basically amazing yep so moving on uh, this can be anything uh, my question to you is that one device a uh, tech related device that you'd like to own it can be anything there can be there is no budget restraint and it can be from any year so like if you want a 5 year old smartphone or something anything will work mm, very difficult to if you if you had asked me this a couple of weeks ago i would probably say a wireless charger but i now have a wireless charger uh like it's 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 like basically the small small things um if i um i would say the iphone but that's too mainstream i would say a pair of noise cancelling uh, headphones because i have been using my current headphones the audio technica m30x i love them i love them absolutely love them i've been using them for like 4 years now and they still work great but the cable is really long it's like i don't know 12 13 feet or something so managing okay, the cable okay. it's like very impractical to go outside take this outside so having a you know one of those sony or anything any no i'm saving yeah. up for it currently so i would like really like to have that plus yeah. uh, most people and i'm also kind of into camera gear i i am not really into cinematography but i really like to have sharp you know clean crystal clear video and i would really like to upgrade my lenses i'm i'm using very cheap lenses honestly and i don't think that's very you know suitable for a sony a6400 so but lenses are very expensive i don't think i'll buy yeah, one yeah. Right soon hmm. so yeah the sigma sigma 18 to 35 which mkbhd himself used a couple of years ago that's like the flagship go to device and path agawal he used it himself so i mean that's why his videos are so crisp if you if you look, if you notice so yeah that's second oh. on my wish list yeah so uh just a small side question you mentioned that you're not into cinematography right yep yeah and to those unaware as of that this episode will go live my interview with suraj uh, or tech devoted has been published and he recently uh, in the interview stated that uh, you are uh, kind of his best friend right kind of i mean yeah i mean i have i've known him the longest suraj yeah it was way back i just started my channel and suraj you know he is very kind he is very yeah. open minded towards uh, you know noob creators and people who are just starting out and some i don't know he just follow i i open my twitter and just said suraj started following you and uh, back then he had a gaming channel and he did not reveal his identity or his face or all, the, all that but yeah i did dmm once in a while he had some tech related issues i helped him out then he okay okay when he switched to tech uh we really stayed connected over uh, over some time 
and uh, yeah in 2016 we met for the first time in real life uh, in the honor 8 event so that was really exciting i shot a video for him i helped him shoot a video for him uh, what's in my tech back video and after that you know we started you know i started meeting a lot of other people he was basically the one to introduce me to a lot of uh, the uh, people like parth and uh, harsh and all that so yeah and a lot of other people who don't make videos anymore he was also i met i met them and uh, knew them through him so yeah okay okay so uh, moving on uh, i was about to ask you about the whole ios versus android situation and you can uh, just put that out uh, after i finish the question but now my uh, doubt related to this is that uh, you mentioned that you are probably going to buy means you are considering buying the iphone 12 right yep so uh, what are your thoughts on the new privacy settings that was announced in uh, wwdc and the new uh, that sound recognition feature that has been launched right that it can detect if what is uh, drinking yeah a lot of cool features so what are thoughts on the new uh, ios update for ios 14 basically the tech product of all time you said that uh, did you answer this i'm not sure so you no, said no, that I... uh, yeah so which is your favorite tech product that you may or may not have owned so it could be something that you really envy or you really really want to buy but can't or it could be something that you own and you really love out of the things i own my couple of things which have lasted me for a long time like my monitor my headphones and my mouse all these small small things and my camera also my previous camera i mean i i used it for 5 years straight and made about 100 more than 100 videos through that so yeah that stuff was special and uh, and also my nexus 5 really special really close to my heart and out of the things which i don't own i there's so much tech i mean the nexus 6p was something i wanted to own for a while but that's okay i got the pixel so yeah so moving on to the final question is that do you have any tips for new or young creators who are trying to do uh, something in the tech space or in any uh, youtube space in general that you may have picked up in your uh, years of youtube my number one advice would be just for the first year at least 6 months straight just put your head down and make content make content and uh, i i i see people all the time in this lockdown um, they are creating their own channels and that's great I, that's awesome but at the same time they're i guess you know publicizing it too much and there is a certain limit i mean it could be anything it, it could it might not be tech at all you could you could make cover videos or anything else any anything entertainment related that's fine that's up to you but you know at one point your first video you you can you can ask your friends and family to share it as much as you like but if you like you can't rely on your friends and family just to get your views honestly you need to build your own audience and when you when you want to build your own audience you need to accept the fact that okay i have zero people who care about me and i want to put make i want to make that zero to a sizable number and that's only possible by making and making content and 
instead of going wide, just go deep. Even if you have like 100 subscribers, 200 subscribers, care about them, you know, reply to all their comments and slowly you're figure, figure, figure everything out yourself. And also the technical part is also very important. If you don't know, I mean, if you're not good with computers, but you still have a skill, you want to make videos, you have to, you have to, you know, learn how to edit, do your research about microphones and lighting and all that. That stuff is basic and, you know, you can't really get away with it. In, in today's times, it's actually a lot more easier than it was ever before to edit your videos. And if you have an iPhone, basically, I mean, you're privileged than 80% of the people. You can easily record a good quality video. You can hook up an external microphone and edit it and upload it all through your iPhone or iPad. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, I think that concludes the interview and I really enjoyed this session, man. But before ending, uh, just a small uh, note to the listeners. First of all, KD's channel will be linked in the show notes. Do check it out. He makes some great content. And you can follow him on his social media handles on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Uh, so, thanks so, for the shout. And yeah. uh, thanks so much for having me on. I really enjoyed talking. This was basically my first podcast interview. And uh, kind of difficult to get the hang of it. But I, I, I really enjoyed it, honestly. And again, thanks for having me on. Um, a huge shout out to Tech, Tech Talks with Shlok. Definitely subscribe to the podcast. And yeah, that's anything from my side. Thanks for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Okay.